Hello, and welcome to episode 26. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake. So, Sarah. That was actually a listener request that apparently the last few episodes I stopped saying, so Jake. <laughs> I noticed that. I was going to say something about that They last were time. like, I, I don't know when the podcast is starting because you don't say, so Jake. All right. So Jake. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's your week been in quarantine? Uh, it's been good. I mean, as good as it could be in yeah. quarantine, I guess. Um. I've been telling most people this, but, you know, everyone expects the working from home thing to, like, suck super bad. But mm-hmm. I really haven't minded it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I still, like, I've actually been waking up earlier than I normally do. And I've actually been, like, starting work Weird. before I normally do. And I work later than I normally do. So I'm actually, like, putting in more hours. Interesting. And uh, I think I've been more productive as a whole. I think there's this weird, like... Um, at least for me, there's this weird sense of like, you know, my manager can't come into my office mm-hmm. and check in on me. So like, I need to be more productive. Like, you know, yeah. he won't necessarily see me working, so they need to see my work right. more often, you know, and it, right. it, I like need to output more. Um, so I don't know that I nece- necessarily actually am being more productive than when I'm in the office, but I I don't feel like I've been less productive, which at least is (laughs) a good thing. I think that's a win. Yeah. Um, But I have like, I'm, I'm really anal about like, I can't get anything done unless I have a good space to work. Mm -hmm. And so I I think I talked about this last week, but I set up my desk and like made sure that like everything feels nice so I can come in and like work every day and not feel like I'm just working in my bedroom. Yeah. And a lot of people have sent like I've got this group of friends at work and we, <clears throat> we were the other day sending pictures of our work from home setup, and <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> sad to see theirs. Cause it was like their laptop p- plugged into, like they brought home one of their monitors from work. Like we all have two monitors standard at work, yeah. but some of us have three. <clears throat> so everyone brought home like one of their monitors from work. So they had just like their laptop plugged into their monitor, like on their coffee table or like <laughs> on a dining table or something. I'm like, how are you going to get anything done? Yeah. And those are the people that are complaining about it a lot. So yeah. like, I think there's definitely something to having a dedicated like workspace mm-hmm. um, kind of keeps your brain in the right headspace. I and, agree. Uh, <clears throat> I have two 27-inch monitors. So that's nice. At work, <clears throat> at work we have 24-inch monitors. So nice. even though I have three of them at work, why is my voice doing this? I don't know. <clears throat> have you not spoken all day? I have the corona. You're dusty. No. Yeah, got the get the cobwebs out. <laughs> uh anyway, so I have two 27-inch monitors and I'm digging that better than even three 24-inch mm-hmm. monitors. So mm-hmm. something I don't feel as claustrophobic like and the bezels are nice and thin cuz you mm-hmm. know they're mine so like yeah. I kind of like picked them out for a mm-hmm. specific reason and you're going to yeah, go I, back and be like Mer. I dig it. Yeah, I said that to my manager the other day. He's like, well, don't get too excited about it because you're going to have to come back eventually. Um, But it's kind of interesting because, so like I work for a tech company, kind of, like they they pretend to be a tech company. It's really an engineering company, like at its core. So it's very traditional in a lot of ways. Um, But I think this is showing everyone that like most of everyone's job can be done from home. Yes. And this is something that I've been trying to like, subtly hint at basically since I started there like I learned pretty quickly that I don't really need to be here for Mm -hmm. a lot of my work especially Mm -hmm. like you know if I can have a good setup at home um, where I'm still productive so I'm hoping that maybe one good thing that comes out of this whole coronavirus deal is at least at my company they become a little bit more flexible about like working from home yeah Um, they let us work from home like you know, if you need to be, if someone's, you have a contractor coming in to do something at home or like you have a sick kid or you're sick um, and you just work from home and you don't have to take PTO, that's fine. But um, typically the expectation is like, if you are able to, you should be in the office. But yeah. um, And I think that's fair, but 
you know, there are some people, so I live in Kansas city and there are people who live in Lawrence, which is 45 minutes away mm-hmm. and they commute. Um, so people like that, like they could say like, they could be basically equally productive from yeah. their home and save a bunch of time and, and resource in just commuting. And yeah. Even for me, like my commute's 20 minutes, which isn't bad, but, um, it kind of just, I don't know. There's like some mental thing that goes on with like, I just dread getting up and like having to make tw- a 20 minute commute Yeah. Uh, in the morning. Like it's just not a great way for me to start my day. But <laughs> yeah. like when I'm here, like even though I'm waking up earlier and I'm starting work earlier, like uh, there's something about like I can, I can drink my coffee like while I'm waking yeah. up and I'm not like rushed Rushing. to get out the door because yeah. I'm not factoring in like this 20 minute commute or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I know it's very millennial of me. But uh, I just, right. I don't know. I wish I could work from home I mean, indefinitely. That's what I've seen going around that everyone's like, we're now going to see which jobs they said couldn't be done from home because they <laughs> right. were like unwilling. And right. I was like, yes. <laughs> well, and like I see both sides of it. Like I know there, there's people who will abuse it and like not yeah. get anything done, you know. But uh, I was having this conversation with my work buddies. And like I think that's more, that is a symptom of, your personality and not like the circumstances. So like, I think those people are the people that are going to cause distraction and waste of time, Mm -hmm. like in the office. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that, you know, will come into my office every 20 minutes because they need a break Mm -hmm. and will just like distract four people instead of just distracting themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, I don't know. I think there's probably a way that they could ensure that people are still being productive and, um, yeah, I don't know. I dig it. Yeah. And the other interesting fact is at my job, we're we're in the middle of this like multi-year expansion. And so there's like constant construction going on. And so this kind of came at a good time because they were renovating our floor oh. uh, while we were there. So it's just like constant construction noise. Like even if you had your headphones on, like if you don't have really high quality headphones, you still hear it and it's annoying. Uh, so it's actually been more peaceful to work from home. But yeah. uh, I wonder how much money they would be able to save in just like, I don't know, letting people work from home for the majority of the time and only coming in when they need to. And like, instead of having dedicated desks and dedicated like setups for every person, maybe yeah. have like, I don't know, less workspaces, but that you could kind of come in and share. Yeah. And like shared like work, like workshop space. Mm-hmm. Because the only real reason that you need to be there, um, at least for my, the function of my job is to like test products once you Mm -hmm. get them in, but that's not all the time. So like I haven't had a build in, in like two months and I won't have another one in until like next month. Um, I was supposed to get one in this week, but I just had Taiwan keep it and they're doing all of my testing (laughs) for me because it's, it's like a late stage build. So there's nothing I really need to see. Um, so yeah, like, I, I don't know the, the times that, the times that I felt like I actually need to physically be at the office are, are minimal Yeah, because I just work on a computer all day, you right. know, we can VPN in and it's not like I'm doing surgery or, right. <laughs> you know, right. building something that I have to be there for. So, oh my gosh. Know. Yeah. I said, I have realized how incredibly non-essential my job is, <laughs> Yeah, which makes it hard to like want to work or like, right. especially since I'm like like a content creator, you know, mm-hmm. it's like everyone's doing it now because everyone's home. So I'm like, right. well, everyone's do I need to step up their, uh, their yeah. Instagram game or so whatever. So I'm just like, Meh. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, the other thing I've learned in this episode, I promise is not going to be all about working from home and coronavirus <laughs> and all this, but, um, I've had like, I don't know why, like, cause I'm so young. I don't know why I've like been bothered by these things so much, but I really hate going to meetings um, <laughs> Really? that are like an hour long and I speak for like 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, that's you true. You know, I, I always do this thing whenever I have a meeting, I kind of just like look around the room and try to tally up how much that meeting is costing in terms of like man hours. <laughs> and it's not, it's not zero. That's for sure. Oh, I know. It's very it, like a room full of 15 or 20 engineers is a very expensive meeting. Oh yeah. Um, especially like in a private company like mine or private sector company like mine. So, um, I don't know, like instead of having people come to a room, you know, I, you know, we're doing Skype meetings and Skype calls, which there's been a little bit of growing pains for that. And (laughs) it's not as, it's not necessarily as smooth, but I've been surprised at how well it's been working. And I've also noticed that like 
the parts that I'm not super required for, I can be working on something else and like mute my mic, you Mm -hmm. know? And whereas like if I was in a room, I would be kind of stuck, like just sitting, this is going to sound bad, but I'm basically like the equivalent of on Facebook, (laughs) you know, because there's, there's not really anything I can get done. I'm usually like browsing or like catching up on emails or something during meetings, but um, and that's not to say that I'm not paying attention. It's just a function of like, I have a lot of things to do during the day. You sound and so important. <laughs> I'm not. Like, I'm like, who are you? I'm not important at all. But <laughs> I mean, there are, there are things in these meetings that like, I don't, that don't pertain to me at all. Right. You know, so it doesn't do me any good to listen to them no matter what. Right. So I'd rather be able to work on something else than just like dicking around on the internet or Right. Like, or whatever. just daydreaming or right. whatever. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Yeah. We'll see if anything comes of it. But uh, I think a lot of people are learning that, you know, meetings can be emails, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> which is something I've been trying. Like, I, I, I don't know. I hate, I hate wasting people's time and mm-hmm. I hate when my time is wasted. Mm-hmm. And I hate when I have, like, I have certain days that are just like full of these stupid one hour meetings, mm-hmm. you know, and then I don't actually get anything done because I've been in these meetings and I, I was only really required to be there for like, maybe five minutes. I'm surprised they don't let you meeting. leave like once it's like done with you. Like sometimes people do you that. Can, They're like, okay. You, you can, but it's, it's very disruptive. You know, if yeah. someone gets up and leaves, that's where everyone's attention goes. You right. Know? Uh, people do that if they have overlapping meetings, but it's kind of just like, I don't know. Yeah. A, a dick I probably, it's like I a wouldn't power leave move. either. Yeah. I wouldn't leave either. <laughs> I've thought about it. There's times where I have been to meetings that like literally I didn't have to be like, I went because I thought I had to be there and then nothing pertained to me and none of the information was useful for me in any way. But oh, I still wow. like just out of respect didn't like up and Oh yeah. I, I have way too much anxiety. I've I've been in that position where you're like leading a meeting or you're presenting something and someone leaves and then you're like, oh, I must not have. Uh, I know. And you're like, <laughs> you know, what it, I say? That's like all you can think about for the rest of the time. And you're so. just like, uh, uh, uh. Right. I don't want to do that to anyone. Yeah. But yeah. Have yeah, you seen I, the, I don't hate Skype meetings. The, uh video going around of the zoom I don't know if it was a classroom or a meeting I think it was a meeting um and the girl didn't realize it was a video and she was using the bathroom not even just like sitting like with it on her face she sat it down next to her (laughs) and everyone was just like what are you doing and she's like (gasps) it's so funny there have been a a couple funny things like I I notice a lot of people like they forget to mute their mics while they're eating Oh, or if they're yeah. on their they're on their laptop and they're using their laptop mic, um, but they're like typing emails. Oh, so it's, it's like clack, clack, just, clack, clack, clack. <laughs> yeah. So for everyone who's listening, I just uh, <laughs> pretended to mash my keyboard and ruined the recording. So hopefully we can fix that <laughs> in post production. Um, yeah, I've seen so many things of people. Like I read a Twitter thread of a guy that I think they were. Um, I don't know if they were working in a hospital, but they were doctors. And I don't know if they were, they had like monthly meetings or something. And so they did it over a zoom Yeah. and they didn't realize that he didn't mute his mic. And he was like, this doctor is so effing stupid. And the other doctor was like, <laughs> okay. And then uh, they, yeah. they were like, the conference call ended right away. <laughs> yeah. There have been a few, I've, I've heard a few people swearing under their breath. And, uh, oh, you have? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not like at anyone, but like they're trying to get their computer to work oh. and they're like, oh, other, you know. That's but I'm so waiting funny. for the day where someone like forgets to mute someone. They're like, oh, you're such an idiot. I can't or wait. Something. But like I today, I, today I felt so stupid because I texted my friends and I was like, uh, I hate when people don't mute their mics while they're talking on a meeting. And then <laughs> like five minutes after that, I went, Ah, <laughs> like halfway through <laughs> or like there was like a transition period where someone was pulling something up and I did that and someone was like who just yawned <laughs> and I was like I, I mean I owned up to it I was like yo I totally thought my mic was Oops. muted and they all thought it was funny but Oops. yeah at least I wasn't like oh, F this meeting yeah <laughs> are we done yet because it was it I did it because I was like just numb but yeah yeah anyway Enough wow. of that. You've got a good story for us this I, week. That sounded like you really needed to, uh, you were excited and. Well, I haven't really talked to anyone in like a week. I know. I feel like <laughs> so much has happened. Just I was kidding. like, My literally think- here, but, <laughs> but I was literally thinking again. that like, I was like, when's the last time I recorded with Jake? And I'm like, 
a week ago. A week but ago. it feels like so much time has passed because I feel like so much keeps happening. <laughs> it's been slow, yeah. Well, my city's shut down. Yeah, it's they coming here. Down. It's coming. We keep getting notifications Which, about it. It doesn't, like, for people who have been following the guidance, it's not really any different. So, like, yeah. I haven't noticed a difference. It's just people are upset about it more now. <laughs> now it's just, like, official. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, okay, so to lighten everybody's mood, I yeah. am I'm sacrificing myself mm. to... What are you looking at? To what? Outside. I've got <laughs> oh. my window open. It's like super distracting. I, uh, I'm, I'm volunteer. What is it? I volunteer as tribute okay. to bring some laughter, um, for my friends mm. of the podcast. How and noble of you. I've specifically not told you what this story pertains to because yeah. I want your genuine reaction. My uncut, my raw. Uncut reaction. Right. I like it. So I'll set the stage. It's sixth grade, middle school. All right. Also, I want to say thank you to everyone who texted me after my dog park story <laughs> last week. I had so many people text me telling really? me that they were on my side and I was a good dog mom. Hey, uh, I mean, I was on that side. You yeah. Me. I was just like surprised that so many people like. Support like, you. Well, they they were like. <laughs> They had an emotional reaction to it. Mm. Like they they all had like a similar like mama bear about their dogs or like sure. papa bear about their dogs. And so they were like offended that I was like in a situation like that. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 So cool. anyways. Well, hopefully you have some people see your side of this story, but. Uh, <laughs> there are know, no sides to this story. Knowing you in sixth grade, I'm wondering. Oh, oh, brother. You do not know. <laughs> oh, sister. <laughs> Okay, so sixth grade, I am 11, maybe? Yeah, I think. I think you turned 12 in sixth grade. Yeah, I my birthday's in November, so I, I was always old, like older for my grade. Um, You know, it's about that time, of, time in a woman's life when... Oh, God, I don't like this story already. <laughs> oh, I already don't like where this is going. Buckle in, buckle in. <laughs> You should see Jake's face. <laughs> I get really uncomfortable. If this is going. No, oh, it mind. is. I get really uncomfortable talking about things like this. Like Me too. Like physical pain. I, like I feel Me physically too. in pain already. Well, it's, it's a great story. So I'll set the stage on why I wanted to tell this story. Please because do. Because we're watching Schitt's Creek and there's a episode where David is, the David is the main character, is babysitting. By babysitting, she's like 15. Uh -huh. Um, and they're just watching TV and they're just like watching TV, like eat entertainment tonight or whatever. Right. She gets up to go to the bathroom instantly and he's like, Oh, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And mm. she's like, don't look at the bed. And he's mm. like, it's gonna be okay. Obviously mm. I'm not doing it as funny, but I turned to Ashley and I was like, have I told you my story? Mm. And she had not heard it. We lost a lot of, we're going to lose a lot of people on this one. You might lose me. That's fine. I'll talk to all myself. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, we all know that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in sixth grade. I'm uh, living life. I'm mm -hmm. living large. Like I have a boyfriend who I Ooh. like really liked. Mm -hmm. He um, really liked me. Yeah. And. <laughs> mm. And I had good friends, like, mm -hmm. and my BFF, um, two, my two best friends in sixth grade and nothing could bring me down. You know, I had never experienced embarrassment yet. I didn't know what was coming for me. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea yeah. that that day was going to change how I lived my life forever. Your entire life. My entire life. So. As a woman does, mm. Jake's mm. eyes are so wide. <laughs> no, they're not. I just don't. I he's just continue. staring at me and he's like, stop talking. Yeah. I well, didn't we're know this is what we were getting into. I, I would have objected. You. I know. That's why I didn't tell you. We, uh, so my life changes as most women's do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not really sure how to handle this situation. 
So the ladies will know you go to the bathroom, you wad up a bunch of toilet paper, and you just pray to the Lord above. <laughs> it's fine. It's part of life. Not my life. <laughs> and I, I go through straw. my day. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't a euphemism. That was a, you know, <laughs> drawn straws. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I'm going about my day, you know, thinking I'm fine. And mm-hmm. the best way that I can describe the feeling that I'm feeling that you would understand is swamp ass. You know, when you're like sweaty at the gym. <laughs> That's how I feel. Oh, and every God. lady knows that feeling. <laughs> Just, just accept this is what we're doing. And I, I wish people could see me. This would have been one that, like, we should have recorded the video for somehow. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, I hate myself that I'm talking about this, but I'm just trying to trudge I, through. I can't imagine. All right. So swamp you, ass. Is swamp where you ass. Left off. You just feel kind of damp, you know. And so you know what I mean, like a like when like when you push humid. a little too hard on a big fart. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, mm. what's going on? That's not right. <laughs> no, I always know what went on. <laughs> 11-year-old me was not sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, you know. No. You know the I, feeling. I don't, but I can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine. Can, I can try. So I go to the bathroom, and I am like, crap. I am screwed. Yeah. I have nothing for me. And because I am the oldest in my grade, nobody else has anything for me. So mm. I'm like, toilet Don't they paper. have them in the bathroom? I did not have a quarter. Gah. This is not the freaking 18th century. Yeah, no Who, one keeps Like quarters. what middle schooler is just like, let me get my change pocket, my coin be purse. Surprised. I mean, they sell gumballs and things. At the, <laughs> our middle school had a concession stand, remember? Oh, I feel yeah. like my friends always had like, cash and coins I on never, them and I never did. did and I still don't you know, I, no mm-hmm. not a cash guy no I prefer to get my credit card stolen once a month <laughs> apparently I wish there w- I would have had like a credit card reader then because I would have I would have paid <laughs> my life's money I would have sacrificed myself to avoid this as you are now all comes as full I circle now. I mean what else you know who cares all right whatever what's the next detail here <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like I'm doing the toilet paper thing all day and I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. My teacher. So I can't remember exactly how middle school like really worked. It wasn't like high school. Cause we had like, was it home? It was like, you had your like homeroom class where you did like reading and English, but then you kind of, ba- you went sixth grade. Yeah. You went to different teachers then for like math and history, but I was always in Mrs. Saul's class. Right. My middle school teacher was, I was, but I can't really remember how it worked. We had like periods, but like yeah. she, I was always in her room, but then like seventh grade, it changed to where you were going to different like classes. Nah. I don't know why I remember always, I was in her class for most of that day. So I don't know if there was like something different they were doing. Well, sixth grade did not work differently than the rest of the grades. I can tell you that. Like <laughs> Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade all worked Where, the same. What is that then? Like, do you remember doing you that? You had QT, which was every morning. You would go was to Was it the, like for half the day? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was sure? for half of, half of one period in the morning. <laughs> but what if does QT if, stand for? Quality time? Quality time. Wait, but if, you're, if, shut you're, up. if your QT teacher was the same as one of your subject teachers, then you would have been in there twice in one day. Okay. Well, for some reason I was in her class. It felt like forever. And it's probably, <laughs> this is probably why. Yeah. I think I had asked her like three or four times if I could go to the bathroom. And so finally she was like, no. And if anyone knows what that means, that means you are screwed. You got swampy but all day. I don't understand how teachers can tell kids that they can't go I to the know. bathroom. I know. But were and you like a troublemaker? Did she expect you I, were going to go like No, that, that, that comes in seventh grade and I can tell that story. <laughs> okay. But I had not yet <laughs> gotten into trouble. And I was okay. a very like good student. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if she thought that I was like, I don't know. It was just super weird. She's like, now. And I'm like, please. 
And I'm like <laughs> an 11 year old. And so yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, I got small pass. I can't, I got to go. Yeah. And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, you're trying to like suck it in. You can't. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> work like, that way. You're just like, please, Lord. Mm-hmm. So then we go to lunch. So if anyone's keeping track, that's half the day. Is this in the same room too? Like, did they serve you lunch <laughs> while you were in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memory served. I spent all day in Mrs. Saul's class for some locked reason. Locked in there. And I go to the cafeteria. <clears throat> and Why didn't you go to the bathroom then? Because we were like still sixth graders. They like lined us up and took us there. I wasn't like allowed to go to the bathroom. That, I just remember I was not allowed to go. This just I sounds like know. a bad dream. It was. It was horrifying. <laughs> and so I had, I think I had tied my hoodie around my waist at that point. Mm, and smart. I was like, this will save me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The narrator says it did not save her. <laughs> So our cafeteria wasn't very big and our, you know, you had like round tables and you're sitting like, I don't know, six to eight people at a table. And I'm like telling my friends, I'm like, guys, I am hemorrhaging and I need saving. Yeah. My friend, air quotes, sees on my chair the evidence of what has happened to me. And you know what she decides to do? Hey, Sarah's boyfriend, look at what happened. And Mm. you would have thought he had never seen me before in his life. He was just like, probably wished he hadn't. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, oh, what? You are not. Who are you? Are you new? Like, (laughs) and I was just like, I just want someone to shoot me now. And Mm -hmm. I just want the Lord to carry me off. Mm hmm. So I go through lunch mortified. I eat as fast as I can. I think I, I think I'm able to go to the bathroom and like try and salvage something. <laughs> clean up the like crime scene. <laughs> I try to clean the crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, I go through class again and we had like a, 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 uh, like a break you could go to your locker like get your stuff but the teachers are standing in the hallway Mm. and um I think I was like can I please go to the bathroom now she was really strict like I'm not just like making this up she was a really strict teacher dude you could oh like during passing periods that's when you were supposed to go to the bathroom there's no way she wasn't gonna not let you go to the bathroom no she like we had to ask I feel like you're severely misremembering. I might be, but this is how I remember. This is my truth. (laughs) This is my story. I'm not validating this because I can tell you for a fact that they would let you go to the bathroom during passing period. Well, okay. And you didn't have to ask. That's what it was for. Anyways, I'm back. I'm So we had um, our classroom shared a wall and there were like those accordion walls that they could like open and close. Yeah. So I was in the classroom next to it and she could stand in this like little area and see both classes because we had written essays and they were like picked. I don't, I didn't know that they were like submitted for this like essay, like te- like award thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to stand here and we're going to guess because someone in our class has won um, this award. Mm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, like <laughs> let's hurry this up. Yeah. And she's like, Let's, you get like 10 questions. And so we're going through and she's like, it's a girl. She is tall. Like the kids are stupid. They're not asking specific <laughs> questions. Yeah. She has brown hair and guess who won the award? Me. Yeah. If everybody gets to see me. Hi, here I am. I won this award. Also, I am a crime scene victim. <laughs> just, just some why. Why? Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I'm just leaving my mark everywhere. Jeez. Just <laughs> uh... finally, I go up to my teacher. I don't know what I think. Maybe it was because she was a a woman teacher. I didn't want to ask like my male teacher, but I finally was like, "Can I please?" Oh, I think at that point I was trying to call my mom. Mm. I was like, "Please, please, can I call my mom? Please, can I go to the bathroom?" I like, please can I get my cell phone? And she's like, no. And I turn around to show her my back. And I was like, please, can I now? <laughs> and I had soaked through my jeans and two layers of my sweatshirt. 
And she, I turned around and the look on her face, she was like, and for anyone who can't see me, I did this. (laughs) And she was, (laughs) I'm so glad I came up with it last week. She was mortified. And I was like, now can I? My male teacher standing next to her was just as horrified. Probably more so. He probably quit that day. He was like. I did not sign up for this. I didn't even see this in the mm. war. This mm-hmm. is, I'm done. And he was like, peace out. I never saw him again. Fast forward, I call my mom. I'm like, mom, please come help me, please. And she's like, okay. And she like comes and she sees me. She's like, honey, <laughs> what? Why? And I was like, <laughs> PTSD, <laughs> like walking so off the much, battlefield. So much PTSD. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I just saw red. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's the, that's my story. So um, from then on, Mm. I have never left the house without like a change of clothes, a trash bag, um, a mattress. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So big. My parents is huge. And so I tell Ashley this story and she is just like laughing because she's like, I've never heard this. Like you've never. And Ashley's like my best friend. Mm -hmm. Stefan had never heard that story. You have never heard that story. Well, now 15 people have heard it. (laughs) I Yeah, but like it's liberating because it was like it is literally such an embarrassing story to me. And I was like, everybody knows. But it's like not a big deal that people know. I mean, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And that is stereotypical guy response to any traumatic experience. (laughs) Huh? You good, bro? Or so like, are you you need to talk about it some more? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I could probably talk hours about it. But so, how do you feel like this has affected you downstream? Like, how has this molded who (laughs) you are? Um, I am like severely insecure about my, all of that. And, (laughs) and I, and I'm also like very, um, just like, I don't know what the word is, like skeeved out by like anybody's. So why do you talk about your stuff all the time? All the time? Yeah. Why? why when I like, have I other I ever like, talked about this with you? I feel like you? one out of four conversations we bring up, or like when I'm at home and we're talking with, you know, you, me, and mom, every, <laughs> like one out of four times I have to leave the room because you decide to talk about something really gross. Um, gross as in like this or gross yeah. as in like a bowel movement? Like this. Um. All right. Anyway, so you're pretty skeeved <laughs> out. You think this is why? I think, yeah, I don't know. It was like really traumatic because my teacher didn't like trust me. And I think, I think actually, wow, this is going to be even better. Wow. Big breakthrough for me right now. (laughs) I think that is where my issue with authority started. Like Mm. my parents always said that, like, I was always kind of like, why, why, why? Like I was always questioning authority, but Mm -hmm. I think in that moment I trusted her and I needed her help. And Mm -hmm. she was very much just like dismissive. Yeah, and, like, rude, and, like, if I ask you six times, can I go to the bathroom? Maybe one of those times say yes. Yeah, like. One of those times she brought you at, at least had to go at least one of those times. Exactly. Like, I'm doing one thing, but, like, I probably have to pee, too. So just, like, let a girl go pee. Right. And so I think, and then that she was just, like, so mortified, and that I had to make a scene and, like, scream Mm. at her to like Mm -hmm. be taken seriously I think that really just solidified that for me that I'm like who is this teacher why Mm -hmm. does she have authority over me Mm -hmm. and like why does she deserve my respect just because she's mean Mm. and bossy and like grumpy yeah she was not nice did you have Mrs. Saw I think so I was going to well liked with the you. I know. You didn't, though. <laughs> I freaking know. And I was like, "Oh, you look up for seventh grade," and you're like, "Not bad." And I'm like, Meh. "I like that was probably my best grade." 
No. That's no, when I started no, no, to get no. friends because I was fat in sixth grade and no one wanted to be my friend. <laughs> started to stretch well, out in seventh grade and became a little bit more popular. Stretch out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's my embarrassing story. Um, yeah, like mm. whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Cool. 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 cool, cool, cool. Do you uh do you still have a problem with authority? You think? Definitely. Yeah. I for sure do. I feel like that that's like a major difference between you and I. That you don't have a problem with authority. I was always like, especially, I've. I've changed recently since I've gotten older, probably in college is when I started to evolve a little bit, but like middle school, high school, like I was so concerned with like what, uh, authoritative figures in my life thought of me mm-hmm. like coaches and teachers, like teachers for classes. I didn't even care about, <laughs> you know, like I hated, like if I got in trouble for, uh, like screwing around with my friends, I like sat and wallowed about it for like days I was like I've always felt so bad uh I just I don't know I beat myself up over things all the time and I still do that but um I don't necessarily like take everyone's word as truth anymore as far Mm -hmm. as like people who have like seniority Um, yeah like in the workplace I don't always just assume that because someone's been there longer that they know better than me Right. Which usually they do. <laughs> and I should yeah. probably think that way more. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like that was like the biggest, uh, the biggest weight as far as like my moral compass when I was younger was just like uh, the approval of teachers and coaches and our parents mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. this, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know where I get it from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what it is but I I read somewhere that it was like you shouldn't say it's a rebellious attitude because it's kind of like mislabeling it like I wasn't rebellious like I wasn't like breaking the law or anything I think I was just always testing my boundaries when I was younger just because I'm a very I'm a very strong-willed person and as anybody who's strong-willed probably would do that. But I yeah. think that that moment in particular just, sh- like, go and then going into middle school, like, middle school is so difficult. Mm. All these new teachers, all of these new kids, and yeah. we had just moved to Nebraska, like, a year before, so I'm still fairly new. Was it really only a year? Yeah, I was started fifth grade. So I was only in elementary huh. school for one year. And then yes, I already yeah. have to go to another school again with new kids. And then mm. this like traumatic experience happens to me mm. who my teacher doesn't have my back, which that's your job. Mm. I'm sorry if you're having a bad day, but I am yeah. literally, I look like I was in a car accident. That's the thing about this that, that bothers me the most. Like if someone asked me to go to the bathroom, I'd be like, yeah, dude, go to the bathroom. I'm like, why are you? That's. There's I taught pre K. You, you give them yeah. a pass. I just like let kids go to the bathroom and I trust pre K or zero. And yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever, go pee. But like, I think I would be so afraid of such a situation like this, you know? Yeah. But like, imagine like someone hold their, holds their pee so long that it kills them, you know? And or like, they pee their pants and the they're one, 12 years old. Yeah. And they go home to their parents and say, Mr. Cooley wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. Oh, that's weird. That sounds <laughs> that weird. That is weird. Uh, Mr. Cooley. You know, and then you have to deal with someone's parents. Like, I would rather just be like, dude, go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> just go. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's just like. If I let the them whole... go the, the first time and then they asked me another six times after that, then I would think something was up. Right. But if I didn't let them go the first time and then they kept asking me, like, obviously they're going to ask again. They have to probably go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. Or even if I'm just like, can I please call my mom? And I wasn't asking like in the middle of a class. It was like during passing periods or right. like, it's like. If she would have just said, is it an emergency? And if I would have said, yes, like I need a change of clothes, she would have put two and two together. But, and so I think that just, yeah. And then seventh grade, obviously that like really cemented it for Mm. me that like authority figures are, they are only in a position of authority because I'm younger than them. Yeah. Like. And I mean, I think that's just kind of always translated to work then too. Like I was not, I'm a good worker. But it's hard for me to get behind bosses because I'm like, you suck at your job and I'm doing all the work for you and you get the credit and uh, not every I make industry you look is good. like that. 
know, but the ones I've been in yeah. have. Yeah, my bosses um, don't get credit for my work. It's pretty, yeah, <laughs> which is nice. Well. <laughs> but yeah, I felt, I mean, I felt that way about like people that have been at the company longer. They kind of talk to you a certain way. And I've yeah. like, I've started to, I'm very professional at work and it bothers me because I know like, well, if I would have said that to them, my man, like I would get an email from my manager about it, but right. because they've been here for X amount of years, they think that they can say whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and I don't like being a tattletale or anything like that, but I've, I've started saying things to my manager, like, like I'm trying to be as professional and productive as I possibly can, but this person acted this way. And I don't think that that's okay just because they've been here for 20 years, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine saying stuff <laughs> like that. Now I would not have been able to say that even three right. years ago, probably. That's a right. very new thing for me is an evolution of my personality. I think. Yeah. It's <laughs> I don't, not I don't new just for me. roll over for people anymore, but it, uh, this is interesting. Take turn on this conversation. You're mm -hmm. really like, how can I take a left turn and get off this street? Well, I've actually sort of been thinking about this. Well, not like, I wonder when Sarah got her first period. Uh, <laughs> but I've been thinking about like my, my reactions to people in authoritative positions a lot lately mm -hmm. and how that has shaped my life and how I view it now lately. Uh, so I don't know. It's been at the forefront of my mind. So I figured I'd bring it up somehow. Yeah. Well, that's like, so I, I know I bring it up all the time. I'm an Enneagram six, but that's a very specific um, personality trait for sixes is that they, there's two types of camps that sixes sit in. They mm -hmm. either question authority and don't trust it, or they are like submissive and like people pleasing mm -hmm. and like need to be like micromanaged. Yeah. And so when I meet other sixes that are in that like highly submissive and like people pleasing mode, it almost like it irritates me in a way that I can't even describe. Yeah. Like it's like water. Is it water and vinegar? Oil, Oil and vinegar. Like when I meet someone that not saying that those people are bad or anything, but just that piece of it clashes so hard with me because it's something that's always just been. Well, it's polar opposite, you know? Yeah. But like, who cares? Like, why should that bother me if they are like, oh, I need to like have everybody's approval? Well, I don't like that either. I don't know. I'm thinking of I don't think like any, I don't think any people in particular. I don't think anyone likes ass kissers or yes men, you know? Yeah. Like those people are, uh, I don't know, like terrible. <laughs> They're insufferable to be around. I really don't know where it comes from because I do care what my parents think of me and I do care. Um, like I respect my parents a lot and. Mm -hmm. um, Your parents, not mine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. And so I don't know if, I don't know. I think that really was, I think moving to Nebraska and going straight from one school to the next school mm -hmm. and not really, not trusting anyone because they were new mm -hmm. and then they don't really show up for you either. Kind of just like, yeah, yeah I don't trust was, people easily either. There was a lot of things that day, like your friends weren't there for you. Mm -hmm. The authoritative figures whose job it is to like, basically teach and protect you wasn't there for you yeah my effing boyfriend is like <sighs> not there for you see you later yeah. girl yeah that's rough man i'll see you on msn messenger <laughs> we'll talk about this on msn man what a trip i miss wow MSN. i cannot i feel like you just like decoded like a very traumatic moment for me like kind wow. of funny like i think it's funny now like looking back on it because i'm like if it happened to me now i'd be like oh, that sucks but yeah, it what was like do? the perfect storm. I like it perfect really storm stories. They uh, yeah. suck in the moment, you know, but looking back on me, like, how did all of these things happen all at once? Everything that could have gone wrong did. Yeah. It was horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Also, so side note to MSN Messenger, there was, I, The Devil Wears Prada is my favorite movie. Interesting. And I know every line, I know every song. But we were watching it the other day and one of the songs came on. And as I was singing it, I was like, Stefan, this used to always be my MSN messenger, like away message. And he's like, <laughs> you are so angsty. I can't even deal uh, with it. You were very angsty. And I was like, it's the perfect lyric. And he's like, for a 10 year old? No. Right. <laughs> I used to do that too, though. I used to like, 
I always put song lyrics on my mm-hmm. Facebook status. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, my girlfriends would know that I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, what's up with your Facebook status? I was so, like... Uh, Did you do MSN Messenger a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I were had, still in there? Yeah. I mean, I got into a lot of things the same time you did just because yeah. you were doing it, you know? Do you so remember like, Bebo? Yeah. Bebo was the FB before FB. Oh, man. Yeah. I I think back to some of the things I used to say and do on... Oh, my gosh. I just... I hate myself. So, I... Uh, oh, my gosh. So, something me and my friends did later, like in eighth grade, um, we would want to put like inside jokes on mm. our thing and then mm-hmm. you would say like lol and then everyone who was involved in it mm-hmm. like i don't know why like i don't get that now like thinking about it i'm like that's stupid oh like, yeah nobody's you'd, gonna you'd, get like, it tag them but th- yeah that was before you'd tagging say, like, existed lol jake comma stefan comma ashley comma yeah. jordan you know and then you would just like <laughs> leave it and it's like why but i remember one time i had this guy that i liked and I was like, ooh, I really want, like, kind of a provocative status so that he's, mm. like, interested oh, in wow. me. Oh, wow, yeah. What's yeah. this girl have to say? Mm. And so I messaged my friend, and I said, hey, I'm going to make up something that I said to you and that you said to me, and I'm going to put it as my status so this guy, <sighs> like, rec- like notices me. It worked, by the way. Of course it did. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And another thing we used to do is if you were in a, like, relationship, you'd have to put, like, I heart, like, whatever. And if your status was, (laughs) yes, if your status was too long, you'd put IL in their initials. Like, it had to be in there. Otherwise, it was, like. Otherwise, it was, like, do you even care? Right. Yeah. Oh, man. What a trip. Kids now don't even. They don't get it. They don't know. They They do not get it. Yeah. Oh man, those and you were would, like, like the formative experiences of my life were all on yeah. MSN and Xbox oh, Live. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I used to save messages. Like you could like download the conversation. Oh, and so then yeah. I would save them if it was like a good conversation with a guy. Mm-hmm. Or if like people were talking bad about you, then you could like save it, download it, and send it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, there was that a time. That gets into my like messy years. There was a time in my years or my life. Wow. There's a time in my years. <laughs> Uh, where we would have, like, some people were still on MSN. Some people were using Skype as, like, instant oh, messaging. Yeah, so, like, yeah. you would have at least MSN and Skype open. And then, like, I was on Facebook before most of my friends, so I also would have Facebook open. So you'd have, like, mm-hmm. messaging going on on three different things. And it mm-hmm. was, like, that's probably why I'm so addicted to my phone because I grew up just, like, yeah. always plastered to some platform. Well, we were like the first generation of like yeah, growing up with like an instant connection, right. communication system. Like right. yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so many memories. Those were the days, man. So many. Everything memories. seemed so hard back then. I know. You know? What I wouldn't wasn't. give to just have my period all over my middle school classroom oh, again. Gosh, that's not really what I meant, but okay. But it's true. All right. So, Anything yeah. else? Any other no, revelations? No, but like, man, I want to reminisce on MSN Messenger again. Yeah. That is oh, just, man, it's we weird. should do a whole episode about that. It's weird that. for me. This is, this is going to get kind of philosophical in the stupidest way possible, but it's weird for me to think about that one day I just didn't sign back in. Right? You know, like one day, right. there was one day where it was just like, no. I didn't do it. And it wasn't a conscious decision, probably. It was just like, yeah. it was just over. I think about That's that like, a lot about certain things. Like, like there's one day your parents put you down and just didn't pick you back up. Yeah, that one's sad <laughs> for me. What do you want mom to hold you now? I wish she could, yeah. <laughs> Some days are rough. Yesterday I'm was sure one of those days. Try. Yesterday I had a day where I just wanted my mom to hold me. I know you like texted me and I was like, I could tell you were so sad. I wasn't sad. I was just done. I know. I had a really tough work day, like very frustrating work day. And so I, was I just sent you a it. heart and you did not text me back. And so I knew. I was playing video games. Yeah. That sucks for me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Okay, right, well, yep. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap this one up. Every week, Jake and I do a go-to for this week. So, Jake, what is your go-to this week? Um, my go-to this week is sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. 
You know, All so right. like we're in quarantine. Uh, we're doing our our civic duty. I'm I'm on board with social distancing. I think it's important. Um, but you know, it it sucks to be inside mm-hmm. all day, and I feel that way even without being in social distancing quarantine. Um, but to make matters worse, like most of the days this week and last week have been poopy, like cold and rainy. Yeah. So like you can't even have the windows open. Yeah. Um, so today the sun was shining. It was 70 degrees. I got the windows open and I uh, took a couple walks outside. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend and I went for like a two and a half or three mile walk after I got done working today. And it just felt so good. I felt energized. Vitamin D is a good thing. So mm-hmm. get you some sunshine if you can. Mm-hmm. I told Stefan once this is all over, I'm throwing a rager just mm. to see everybody. Yeah. And then and you'll just... probably get coronavirus. All right. Well, my go-to this week <laughs> is the TV show on Hulu, Little Fires Everywhere. Mm. It is so good, but I have an issue with Hulu releasing episodes once a week because... <laughs> How dare they be like normal TV? I know. It is the worst. Well, why don't you just wait a year and save them all up? Because I've already watched all four episodes and I need yeah, to know see, what that's happens. Where you, that's where you went wrong. But it gives me something to look forward to. That's true. You know, yep. like midweek, it comes out on Wednesdays. So I'm like, ooh. Yeah, we well. need those things. Yeah. So it is so good. It's based off a book, I believe. Um, so I'm watching it and I was like, what time period does this take place in? Because I thought it was like current time, you know, like, what is it? The 21st century? 20th 20- I'm gonna let you struggle through this one sure yeah I thought it was like in the 2010s that it took place yeah and um she had like a car phone like she picked up like a car phone Mm -hmm. and I was like this is what I thought it was like some Riverdale like BS where it's like current but they're all dressed like in the 50s and so then finally they show the date and it was like in the 90s is when this like all takes place this story And I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense now. Um, So if you're watching it, it takes place in the 90s. And Reese Witherspoon is in it. And um, Carrie Washington from Scandal, which I never watched Scandal. But Carrie Washington plays a very different character than Scandal. So it's very interesting. I'll take your word for it. Reese Witherspoon plays a character that like if Elle Woods grew up, I think that's her only character that she can play. I don't know who Elle Woods is. Have you seen Legally Blonde? Oh, right. Okay. (sighs) (sighs) Anyways, go watch it. Four episodes if you're needing something to binge. That is a good show to start on. All right. Good deal. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.